Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. My name is Dave. I'll be hosting today. We're going to talk about sports and other stuff. Joining me in studio, Dylan Shivery. Sports are so exciting right now. It is the best time of year for sports. A little something for everybody. Bar none. Basketball just started, and it's like it feels like a bonus at this point because so much other cool shit's going on. Hockey has kicked off as well. I should say kicked off doesn't really make sense for hockey, but it started as well. The puck has dropped. It's the best time of year for sports. Enjoy it, folks. Even footy. Sure. Even footy. Even anyway, footy. Happy to be here as content week rolls on. We've got a little bonus for you from Wisconsin. It's KJ. Hello, gentlemen. Happy to be here. Um, absolutely wired and ready to go. Um, I don't really have much to report on here locally that can compare to the, the weekends it looks like the two of you have had. So I won't even waste the people's time with it. You know, I know we've got a lot to get to. Playoffs, World Series, whatever you want to call it. Other sports is still laid out. So, so let's do it. Are you, I don't want you holding back, though. I mean, like, could you do something really fun and dope? Give us one highlight <sighs> from the weekend. Just something that was cool that stood out. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Neighborhood Halloween party. Um, at a whopping 34 degrees uh, plus wind chill. Mm. Um, but... There were a good 40, 50 people out there. Shout out to uh, my son, Kai, who was uh, three and a half almost last year. Notably, he uh, we spent Halloween in the ER as he had pneumonia. Oh. Um, so this year uh, he you know, he was present, running around, having a good time. He uh, was a willing participant to get his face painted. Uh, he went as Jack from The Nightmare Before Christmas, although he hasn't really seen the full movie. He's just kind of seeing the music videos. So wanted to be a skeleton specifically, you know, Pumpkin King. So there you have it. That rocks. Did you guys bob for apples? <laughs> no. I'm cold for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fair. It is cold. Yeah, uh, now that you mention it, you're right. No one really does that anymore. Is that another thing COVID killed? I, mean, come I think on. so. Yeah. I think I bobbed I might have time. only done that once, like at a church 25 years ago, like shortly before seeing the power team perform. It's been gone for a minute. <laughs> power team just ripped a phone book and you were over there bobbing for apples. It's, just a, it's the day you became a man. We are not the same. No. <laughs> um, we do have a live stream this week, Thursday. Damn. Mm. Okay. Guess TBD, but I'm sure it'll be lovely. Uh, Thursday on the or excuse me the Too Much Dip YouTube Too Much Dip YouTube go subscribe that'll be at six thirty Central gonna be a good one let's just get right to baseball because we're still playing ball here it's the World Series we got Game Three tonight we got Scherzer on the bump I went to Game Two good guys didn't pull it out but Game One was electric um. How's everybody feeling? Assuming everybody's a Ranger fan here. Is that fair? Closet D-backs fan over here? <laughs> there were some. Uh, we were at the bar, and Will's brother-in-law, Drew, was like, no, I'm seriously, I'm like a lifelong Diamondbacks fan. Oh, shut up, Drew. Because like, his grandparents lived in Arizona, something. And I was like, dude, That's not get, good the, enough reason. get out of here. 
Anyway, it's fine. We're we, objective. Um, objective here. We watched the final uh, few innings from the bar Friday night. After my birthday dinner, we went to Deep Eddie. Not exactly a sports bar. They Not have, at all. They have two TVs that are from like 2001, maybe. Yeah. Um, and they're about the size of my laptop screen. Yep. So that's where we watched it. Uh, but it was electric for the few people who were paying attention to the tiny televisions. There's a few of us scattered about the bar. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. Walk off. Garcia. He's, he's still on one. He's still on one. Um, first impressions of the D-backs. Uh, look, they're a fun team. Keep they, them off the base pads, man. You they, will, they will steal a base on you. I saw them bunt. Uh, they, they were they're the only team that bunts. I think they they will move runners into scoring position, which is a lost art in Major League Baseball. As I said the other day, um, after that Rangers Game Five loss, it was so crushing when they should have moved. Uh, what's his face over? But mm, uh, what is the guy's name? Smith. Somebody was on the base pads and looked like they were just enjoying watching everything about the game, not participating at all physically. Um, for yeah, I think uh, they they're a really fun team, and like I, I don't they don't have anybody hateable. So I'm watching it. I'm like, I kind of love that they still do the small ball thing. Um, mm. It's it's. I don't know. I, there's something about that. Corbin Carroll is hateable to me. Really? That dude's a baller. <laughs> he's fucking great, though. He's really good. It, I don't like his swing. He has a little. He has a Johnny Damon swing where he just kind of like. It's hard to explain. He just kind of throws the bat out. It doesn't generate much okay. power, and that bothers me. Uh, and his hair, the way his hair sticks out of the back, his his vibes are bad. Okay. The, the dude can ball though. I'll be looking for bad vibes tonight. He's got he's got poor vibes. He's a rookie, which I just. Learned, yeah, a few days ago. Yeah, he's he's excellent. That dude's really freaking good, but uh, his vibes are just a little bit off. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm nervous. I I mean, look, it's the World Series. You're you're gonna be nervous. The, the, I had to look this up the other night. The last World Series sweep was uh, Red Sox over the Rockies, uh, 2007, I believe. Anyway, so you know, it, you get this far. It's every pitch is you know. Edge of your seat. I haven't watched a World Series game in normal fashion. I watched one on my phone and then at the bar with you, and then I watched the other in person, game two, with my dad. So this will be my first time to like sit down, consume the game with the the play by play guys. I've become a, a John Smoltz guy. I've uh, I've enjoyed his commentary. So yeah, I mean everybody hated him in Texas uh, during the Baltimore series for some reason, or or no, it was during the Tampa season. Because everybody felt slighted, whatever the guy knows ball, obviously. KJ, your thoughts? Um, real quick, I think uh, host of Sunday Scaries and absolute goaded viral uh, artist one Will DeFreeze does appreciate you for getting that in 2012. Bruce Bochy uh, orchestrated a sweep of the Detroit Tigers uh, when he was managing the San Francisco Giants. Really, but. Uh, and I didn't look that up because I didn't believe you. I just oh. was trying to think back to like the Rockies in 07 because I couldn't think of who was on that team. I assume. I mean, that's way after Larry Walker. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Um, thoughts on the D-backs that do not start and end with the family tree of their bench coach. They are um, like 
deflating. And maybe it's just because I wasn't paying attention. Um, I certainly wasn't paying attention to the Dimebacks all year or to a lot of, you know, non-Pirates, Brewers, Rangers um, throughout the season. But it's like it's hard to find like a, an area of weakness in their game that you feel strongly about. Uh, I think the Rangers did, you know, tried small ball somewhere between like Josh Hamilton and Joey Gallo uh, a few years back or, or I might get this wrong when they had run Washington. I think that was a big part of his game, but then they had some big bats mixed in as well. It's, it's an exciting um, series to watch. It feels weird rooting for the team where you're basically like, I feel like we're rooting for like the, Warriors in basketball. Like you're just hoping for threes. You're living and dying on home runs and but you also know your team can produce them. So hopefully we didn't have any false hope coming out of game one, given that it did take uh Corey Seeger tying it up late, uh, I guess on the ninth, and uh Adelaide's closing it out. But um, you know, game two, I'm glad they won't be, you know, um, if anything, I hope they close out in Arizona. I, I can't do another game of watching the behind the home plate. Just nonsense that happens in Arlington. It's it's just, it's not fun. Banana guy? It's unwatchable. Banana kids, the internet going crazy about, you know, mid to above average blonde. Like, there's just a lot of, it's just distracting for me. The behind the home plate suites is distracting. On game two. Mm-hmm. Merrill Kelly pitched an absolute gem of a game. Yes. He was living in the the bottom, like the bottom of the strike zone all game. He had great control over every pitch. He was just on. And when a guy's like that, there's just not a whole lot you can do. He pitched and he pitched his ass off. Uh hats off to him. Yeah, that's uh that's a tip your cap. And uh because that game was competitive going into the late part of it, you know, you're still mm-hmm. you're still within striking distance, and then we stayed the whole game, but the fans started to clear out. After it got to like six or seven one, some people started to clear out, and my dad and I are like, "Man, I got a lot of money from these World Series tickets. Yeah. You, you just take it all in, you know. It's an experience, but yeah. made it easier easier uh, getting down Randall Mill. Even the pitch that Garver hit out was a really good pitch, and I think it surprised the hell out of him that he connected the way he did. But he was just he was just peppering the bottom part of the zone with every pitch. It was really impressive. Yeah, we were in left field, and we were kind of we were joking because you know that, uh, when they put when the Rangers put in uh, their long, one of their longmen, uh, Martin Perez, um, mm-hmm. he was kind of getting squeezed a little bit, or so we thought. We, I don't know, but you know, people in left field booing and we could not see the, we couldn't see this, the jumbotron. We couldn't see the screen. So we have no idea. And people were booing from left field. Like, dude, you really don't know you where can't, that pitch you was. You can't tell. You don't know where the pitch was. <laughs> yeah. um, it doesn't really matter. They weren't able to do anything anyway, but. Uh, I'm sure you went over the experience a little bit uh, earlier today, but I am curious to know what your first go around of the gilf was. Loved it. We didn't. I didn't get to walk it, just because right. it was. We got there extremely early. Like we were there at like like four thirty, four forty five. Game wasn't until seven o three, and uh, but we, you know, we were down left field. Got to walk into some. It's very confusing. You could get lost in there, from what I understand. Yeah. Okay. 
But um, from the outside, yeah, it's not the prettiest stadium, but parking and everything was very easy, also very expensive. Uh, we had a spot. There's a subway on Randall Mill off of 360 yes. <laughs> that we parked in that lot. And um, I'm just going to tell a tale out of school. It was $100 to park. Holy Ooh. shit. Yeah. that's Not that I would have uh, been able to contribute the day of, but uh, the woman that lives in this house, her her... Her business is located like directly across the road from that subway. Uh, oh, really? Probably could have figured it out. You know which I'm subway I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was honestly, I will say getting out of there was not bad at all. You just like, I don't mm -hmm. know how much of that had to do with like, I don't know, 20%, 15% of the crowd leaving early, but um, it was nothing like leaving a, a Taylor Swift concert at AT&T Stadium. I will tell you that because that was 45 minutes still trying to get out of the parking lot. Not great. But um, no, World Series was awesome. The, the stadium was awesome. The, the fans were awesome. There was, some di there was not a lot of Diamondback fans there. There was one guy who was clearly doing the Randy Johnson bit. Older guy, very tan, very thin, rocking a Sears <laughs> mullet. Um, and he was he was loud and obnoxious, but like – the Ranger fans around him were kind of joking with him, and and it was good banter. There was never any like, I didn't I didn't worry about us ending up on like a barstool video or anything like that. But all in all, it was it was a great time. It sucked that they could not hit the guy, but at least we got to see one home run. And then we we thought Nate Lowe had another one that was right under us. That was, mm -hmm. and they looked really good off the bat. Did like the the false start, and it, it just it was more well, even though you you caught. You know, a, a poor World Series game. If the Rangers do win, you get to say, I went through the World Series in, you know, 2023. And that's I, something you always have with your old man, which is cool. And I got the cup. I got a cup that says World Series. You got it's, a commemorative cup. And uh, Rhodes now has a little pennant in his like room. The cup that you wear or uh, mm -hmm. that you drink out of. No, the one that, well, you could do, <laughs> that's confusing because. You could do both. Anybody who's been in a baseball locker room has obviously drank out of a support cup before. Or if you're a freshman and been forced to just wear one on your face for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, this is just one that, that had a draft beer in it. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Would the draft beer set you back? I mean, like probably $14. Yeah, that sounds right. $100 to like park? a Ziggenbach. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Hundred dollars to park, and and but dude, don't worry. Um, I went into the uh, the district, which is like there's some sweets in there, but there's also like some what look to be really good food options, like a little bit of a step up from your run of the mill. And uh, I was like, ooh, I'm gonna get a, a gourmet hot dog or the jumbo dog is what they call it. It's just a regular hot dog, like you'd get at a golf course. There's literally nothing special about it. It's not any bigger. But it's just a hot like dog. on a brioche went, bun or something. You went double barrel glizzy though, didn't you? Yeah, I got two hot dogs. That's great. <laughs> Did not there's I'm fucking look, wild. A like ballpark that, dude. hot dog is is hard to beat. Yeah, it was it great. Is. It was great, and I uh, will say, bathrooms in and out. That's nice. I was fully because it was biggest game they've ever had there. It yeah. was you know maximum capacity, but uh, never had to wait. So that was cool. Anyway, game three tonight, Scherzer. Scherzer's due. Um, I would take four. I would take five innings from Scherzer. I don't know if he's still on the 70 pitch count, but um, I'm feeling good about Scherz tonight. And uh, I don't know. He, he, he needs to do something. He needs to, he needs to eat some innings up because I have no clue what they're going to do tomorrow. Maybe a John Gray start. I don't know. 
So the Diamondbacks are starting. Uh, is it Fat? Brandon. Gray is fourth. How do you yeah. say that last name? Fat? Yeah. Really? Yeah. P-F-A-A-D-T. I've never seen a name like that before. Uh, a rookie who's had a, a great October so far. Rangers have hit him before, but yes, he is, he's had a good postseason. So. Okay. I'm excited. We'll see. I rewatched. Uh, Play, playoff Scherzer is fun. Playoff Scherzer is fun um, when healthy and not not really really wild ass yeah. like he was in that Astros series. But that's all right. Feeling okay. What's the what's the are people in Wisconsin watching this or is it like the the coastal elites who are laughing because of our uh, our low no. viewership? It's hard for me to say because I was I, I did do the generic dad sports talk briefly at the uh, party yesterday but the packers had played at noon against the vikings wolf and so that was you know of local note um kirk cousins injury and whatnot kind of took center stage uh i couldn't honestly say that there's been any other noticeable evidence that there is a world series going on however i also have not been in like the madison b-dubs during said World Series, so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do some exploring. <laughs> I'll do some exploring game two or game three. I'm sorry, game three or game four, uh, and get back to you. Okay, love it, man. God, the Packers. Oh boy, mm -hmm. does Jordan love the guy? <laughs> we'll get to that later. Of course not. KJ's got a whole segment on it. Hey, before we uh, move on, can I give a shout out to our good friends at Prize Picks? Please do, Dave. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS is just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. With the uh, basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, league created specifically for combo projections that Includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. Uh, LeBron James, and you could do LeBron James and Travis Kelty on a Kelsey, excuse me, on a uh, ten and a half combo of three pointers made in receptions. Those are two big names there. Um, you could do a lot. It's very cool. You want to play along some, alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. Damn. Those names ring a bell. Maybe I they should. Yeah. They should, dreams and nightmares. Mm -hmm. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy that you, so that your entries stay in place even if one of your players get injured. Speaking of Kirk Cousins. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. That's pretty cool. You don't see that anywhere else. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com/dip and use code DIP for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com/dip and use code DIP for a first deposit match up to $100 daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. So who, who bought the fight? I know one of you guys <laughs> did who did it. KJ, I'm looking at you. 
No. In fact, I what? actually, um, I did the old man thing of putting it on my like outlook calendar to set a reminder as to when this fight was scheduled for. And I think it was tabbed for like one thirty central. The main card started at like four o'clock or something. Yeah. And I was in no position and two and a half hours later to be like checking back in on how things were going. Um, so yeah, I missed this live, but I did catch some of the highlights and gotta say, uh, I didn't expect a bit fest. It wasn't kind of regret not being more like dialed into watching this live. It seemed like a worthwhile competition. I'll say that much. We talk, we have our Friday meeting I'm pulling back the curtain, mm -hmm. the three of us and, we're like, all right, well, what do you think for Monday? You know, you have your obvious, your staples, your football, World Series. It's like, well, we'll do Fury and Nganu. Maybe if Nganu does something, make it interesting, we can talk about it. And he did. And I want to give a shout-out to the guy one row behind me, three seats over, who was following the fight. And I heard him say, holy shit, he just knocked down Fury. So I hear that, and this is at like 5 o'clock or something. Like, mm -hmm. game is no, nowhere near to close to being started. So I pull over, I open Twitter. I'm like scrambling. I've got that famous service. Randy knows about that. Great 5G. And uh, lo and behold, third round on a little check hook, a little check hook from uh, Nganu, knocks down Tyson Fury. It didn't look like much, but then again, Nganu is one of the hardest punchers in the world, if not the hardest. So like, it doesn't take like a brutal looking knockout blow to, uh, to wreck somebody. I saw some – I did not watch the fight. Um, I saw some booty chatter on the TL, people talking about Fury not really taking the, the fight seriously. It famously not doesn't have a great physique, but showed up looking even uh, worse than he typically does for a fight. Is there any merit to that, Dave? I definitely buy that he didn't take it as seriously as he should have. It's really hard to tell with his body because that's like his whole bit. It's not even a bit. It's like it, that's what he looks like, and he's been been like one of the the best heavyweights of all time, looking like that. Um, now, maybe like six or seven years ago, when he was like, I think he might have been battling depression, had some substance abuse issues, potentially. Like he did, he put on like noticeable weight, and then he's yeah been gold ever since then. But he even admitted after the fight that he did not take it as seriously, like. Uh, towards the latter half, he it looked, kind of looked like he was just dicking around like an exhibition fight. And uh, to Francis's credit, he was dead fucking locked in and looked good. And people want to see more. And he is about to make so much money boxing. I don't know if you remember, like he and the UFC had a falling out. Him and Dana, um, because he wanted to box. Dana didn't want him to box. Wanted him to just, you know, it was weird. He wanted more money. And so he took a he took a gamble, a big gamble, left the UFC to go do this and is going to continue to get fights and he's going to continue to make like 20 30 million dollars a fight just boxing. Even at 37 years old? Yes. Yes. He uh he held his own and it was a very I didn't watch the entire fight, but the decision, a split decision, uh one three judges, one judge had Francis winning it. If you follow the fight from any fight watchers on Twitter, you would have thought Francis won the fight and got robbed. And I have no doubt that he probably should have won it, scored the only knockdown. And 
I think had the most significant punches. I don't know what Tyson didn't do much. Like you said, he kind of fucked around. It's weird. It's really weird. Uh, a rematch. They'll probably all get, uh, I don't know, double what they got this fight. So shout out to them. Nice little money grab for everybody. Indeed. Yeah. I kind of feel bad, but not by, I don't, I don't know. It was in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it did feel a little sports washy to me, but yeah. we don't have to yeah. go down that road. Ronaldo was there. Ronaldo, Ronaldo was there. Saudi pretty, Arabia's new favorite son. Yeah, Ronaldo was there. Pretty much every, um, every past champion, every, like from multiple, you know, combat sports. You had MMA. You had Conor there. You had Manny Pacquiao, Lennox Lewis. There's a there's Mike a Tyson. Group, Ty, oh yeah, Tyson was there. Tyson actually trained Francis, which is kind of cool. So uh, it was a big deal. I would have I would have watched it had there not you know had I not been at a baseball game but I don't know dude they're they're talking about Deontay Wilder and Ngannou uh, next which would be insane because it's essentially just two knockout artists um, and I would absolutely be in for that. It would be a worthwhile fight only because I don't think either of those guys would want to go out there and get embarrassed at this point. Like if anything, I'd be worried about one of them pulling up a little bit, you know, trying to take it easy or have an injury situation, but it'd be an electric intro uh, or not electric intro an electric uh, build up to the fight. Um, I want to rearrange things. Cause speaking of you going to a baseball game, I want to go ahead and hop to uh, Dylan went to a game as well. Can we hop there and then go back to uh, sure. NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA later? Yeah. Dylan had a day. Yeah, you were busy. I, I had an excellent weekend, but yeah, one of the highlights was definitely going to the Texas BYU game in Austin at two thirty on Saturday. Took my son and my partner Parks with me, and yeah, it was the first start for Malik Murphy. Uh, Quinn Ewers is out with his shoulder injury, and actually, my big boy stack was BYU plus twenty and a half, which I thought was a really big line considering Murphy was it was his first start. Uh, he didn't look great. He kind of looked like I expected him to look, which is not great. Texas uh, put they had a special teams touchdown, had a couple intercept, couple turnovers, some interceptions there that kind of made the game uh, get out of hand in Texas' favor. But Malik Murphy, he threw one really bad interception. It was just it was just a freshman play, and he just kind of looked okay the rest of the game. And with a tough stretch coming up, got Kansas State coming to town this week. That's the game. That's 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 a very important game for Texas if they want to play for the you know the conference championship game. This is a game they have to win. And Kansas State's playing really good football right now. Don't feel great about it, but yeah, and, and really enjoyed the game. Had a great time. It was Park's first ever uh, Texas football game. Taking him to the nice. Tech game as well next month, and we had a good time. But um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty nervous about the rest of the season as long as yours is out. I don't want to derail there, but David previously mentioned talking about like times to bring rough, uh, rough roads to uh, a major sporting event. And I don't, he didn't go to the baseball game with you, correct? No, no, he did not. <laughs> there was like a one year old there. And I was uh, just oh, very shocked that, by that. That hurts my heart thinking of. Um, Friday, I had it on my to do list to go to a high school playoff game here locally. Um, I didn't, whether it was bad, blah, 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 opted out. But I feel like that's got to be the intro. Like, 
you got to start at like high school, maybe even start like just with local Westlake games or something. And then, you know, a Duncanville game. We, Anyways, we took our seats and they weren't, they were decent seats. We were like in line with the end zone, 33 rows up bottom level. They were good seats, but we, we take our seats and fans start to pile in. And Parks looks at me, and he's a small guy. He has a, he has trouble seeing over the crowd in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Hey, Dad, next time can we sit front row? Because it's hard for me to see from my yeah. up here. <laughs> like you might know how this works, do you, buddy? <laughs> we might not ever sit front row, but I'll do what I can to get you better seats next time. That's, I promise. That's amazing. Yeah, aisle seat at best. <laughs> but no, he was he had a good attitude about it. We had fun. I think he'll enjoy the tech game more because it'll be a better environment. It'll be a night game." And uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I think he'll enjoy the whole the whole light situation inside the stadium, and it's just more mm. fun at night. So, um, interesting weekend. Uh, I thought that I thought Oregon Utah would have been closer. Um, it was not. In fact, yeah, it, I can I can touch on that. Did you watch quick, it? Since uh, yeah, since I, I know the two of you were obviously as we we were established occupied. Um, it was a very competitive ass whooping, if that makes sense. Like Oregon looked that good. Uh, Utah had a couple bad plays. Like Bo Nix is going to get a lot of credit for. It, it was a surgical type game. He didn't make any mistakes. Took what was given to him. There's like everything generic to say about it. But it, you're, I watched it and I felt like you're watching. I don't know, like a competent NFL quarterback. You know, put out put out a game against a, a weaker opponent. And Utah was not that. Um, I think Oregon was that good. So uh, I'll be interested to see there. What do they still have? Washington? Or did they already play Washington? Is that the one that they dropped? They dropped, yeah. Uh, they lost to Washington. Yeah, they dropped Washington. So I don't know who they'll repeat or, or who they'll play in the Pac-12 title game, but you know, Oregon's definitely got to stick around top five. We get college football playoff rankings tonight, but... I will. I'll bemoan those down the road uh, about how wrong they are, but we'll see. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I don't know. I thought Utah's defense would would, would do more. I, I always worry about the offense. Um, damn, just looking at Oregon's remaining schedule. So they got Cal, USC, Arizona State, then Oregon State. Okay, they're legit. And Oregon State pissed down their leg this weekend, this past weekend too. Um, yeah, losing to Arizona, which I don't know how bad Arizona is. Pac-12 is a mystery. Um, them like exiting as like the most electric conference you know, ever on their final year. It's not going to quite happen, um, but all their games been competitive. So the Big 12 is going to be fun in two years. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's hey, it's fun now, dude. Unless you're a <laughs> Baylor fan or Tech fan. <laughs> Good God. Um. um We'll save the Colorado story about the players getting robbed for Thursday if we need it. There's not much to say. That sucks. It's been a it's tough, shitty, tough few weeks for our, our friends in Colorado. It's uh, that's not good. Can I bring attention to uh, the post game press conference for that game? Did you see what yes. Coach Prime said? I did not. So, post game press conference. Reporters are asking him about the performance of his offensive line, who very notably has not been playing very well. Uh, Shador Sanders, quarterback, also prime son, has been taking a lot of hits, taking a lot of sacks. 
And a reporter asked him, like, what do you like, what's the plan here? Like, what are you gonna do about the offensive line? And he basically said, I'm going to replace them as soon as I can. Which mm. is, in my opinion, is a really poor thing to say. Not only are you midseason and these guys are still playing for you and still trying to their asses off to protect your son in the pocket. But it's like, how do you how do you feel if you're on the on the offensive line? Working your ass off, and your coach just throws you under the bus that way. Like, not, it's not that. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing poorly, like, which is bad enough. But it's like, yeah, I'm gonna replace them as, as you know as soon as I can. It's fucked up, man. I don't like how he's handling a lot of these conversations with with uh, reporters. It's consistent though, because when he took the job and you know went over to was you know basically said I'm cleaning house. Like I'm getting you know what I mean. Like he is not afraid <laughs> to be blunt, which. It's weird. It's it because like in one hand, like you appreciate somebody who can step out of coach speak and actually tell you like what they're really thinking. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, okay. Like I don't know if that's the most effective way to to get more out of out of the guys. But I I don't know. I've I mean, never played at that level. I've never coached. You're not so. an NFL head coach. These guys aren't making a lot of money to play the game of football. Well, I guess some of them are now. But these are student athletes. It, it's just – it's a very, very bad look. I don't like how he's handling this. And before the season when he said that, like, that was before the season. And, like, the, those guys, he showed him the door, and they're on. They're doing different things now. These guys are playing for him currently. Yeah, it's really awkward. He's got to look at them in the locker room yeah. every single day. It's just, it's very weird. Not for a fan of it four more weeks, too. Yeah, not a, not a fan of it at all. I, um, I couldn't agree more. Even if, you know, even if this is professional players, like – Let's just say Bill Belichick, whatever, whatever, NFL coach. You're not going to go out there and say that because either A, you're looking to trade them and get some value out of it. In college, since you have no vested interest in like you get nothing in return for players leaving, so I guess you don't care. But there's nothing wrong with like acknowledging you may have some tremendous characters, great people, team players who are just not good enough in that locker room. And being like, I've got people who are busting their ass. They're not quite at the level that we're looking to be at. If somebody presses them, like you can acknowledge there will be changes in the offseason, but mm -hmm. there's no reason to like be like, I'm looking forward to blah, 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 because that sucks. I think you said like the big picture is that we need new offensive linemen, and I'm going to paint that picture perfectly is how he worded it. Mm. Okay. Fair. Yeah, it's sorry. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been just sorry. Uh, yeah, they're all kind of. It's been a real fall. We started out real hot. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm realizing I'm what I missed to add on that quick college rundown. Yes, let's hit that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you lost. Oh, you lost. We could, Dylan wouldn't <laughs> let us miss that. You know what was interesting is yes. when I was at the Texas game, and you know they they flashed the scores up on the jumbotron of all the other Big Twelve games that are going on at that time. And so people in the stadium were, were – most of them, I think, were pretty aware that OU it was coming down to the wire there. And for that final play, they put the play up on the Jumbotron. We watched like it live. live. That's we watched awesome. it live in the stadium, which I thought was cool, but it, it could also have gone poorly. Like it, they, they needed like – I think they're like the 25-yard line somewhere around there. So it needed to be an exceptional play. Where's the Texas game at this point? Oh, it was coming 
another thing. We were coming back from a TV timeout. Oh. And the players were like <laughs> on the field. Watching? The players like turned. The, the defense, okay, so the defense, Texas was on defense. Yeah. They were facing away from the Jumbotron. So they, all of them, I mean, I'm not kidding, all of them turned like, what's going on? Why Why are we now hearing like stadium, like different stadium sounds or like a, a broadcast sound in the stadium? So they looked back at the screen and they watched it. Play ends. I'm not kidding. Two seconds later, the ball is snapped in the game. <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> As a fan, I enjoy that they showed that because like, yeah, it's fun to watch OU lose, right? Yeah. But it was just, it was like, are we doing this? They probably the like what? they saw everybody looking at the board and they're like, oh, is it McConaughey again? Is it yeah. Farah Abraham? It was the last play of the OU Kansas game. That's hilarious. I know. And it, it wasn't like a little like Farrah box on the Abraham. bottom. I mean, they it took up the entire jumbotron and it's a big fucking screen. I love that. Didn't yeah. know that was a thing that we could do. Farah Abraham lives in Lakeway. I know this. I just wanted That's she could have been a, a, a luminary that was at the game. <laughs> You know they thought so they put like somebody out there. Oh, there's a president here. So. She opened a uh, frozen yogurt <laughs> shop in Lakeway while I was living out there. She did a grand like a grand opening, and she dressed like she was going to the uh, what are the awards? Uh, the porn star ones, the hornies, AVMs. Uh, sure, whatever. <laughs> she was dressed like she was going to that. It was really funny. Like, that rocks. Like, a family like oriented area. I'd try it. Frozen yogurt oh, shop. My gosh. Anyway. I thought it was really interesting that they did that. Well, I, I never well, I remember seeing anything like that before. Hey, shout out to KU, man. Uh, but I got to say, thumbs down to the uh, certain fan who rushed the field and decided to get that camera all up in somebody's face. I don't know who that player was. They've got to cut that shit out. Someone's, shout out to that player. Someone's going to get rocked real soon. It's That's what everybody's saying now, and I feel like this this show has been championing that for a while. Yeah. Real quick on that. It was a very strange field rush. We've yeah, we talk about these every time they happen. Like you've seen the ones where people are sitting on the side, ready to go. We talked about the old miss one where it was kind of a hesitant thing. This there was a significant delay. The coaches got to their handshake and were on their way off before you could tell that people were rushing the field. And maybe Fox just didn't show it, but it didn't seem like everybody was all like ready to go rush the field. And then when they did. Yeah, you, know, you saw the rest. Anyways, yeah, college football continues. If you're thinking about rushing the field, if you're a college kid or even just a fan and you're there and you're going to rush the field and you think you're going to be cool with your phone and go get in some guy's face, just before you do it, just go look up LeGarrette Blunt. That's all I'm going to tell you. Although he hit another player. It was another player. Yeah. But, man, it is. <laughs> that was a clean right hook. It was just a little just pop and this dude went down. Yeah. It's just, I'm just Can saying. I, uh, interject with where I thought you were going to go? Uh, yes, please. If you're a student and you're going to rush the field, before you do that, pull out your phone and go visit. And I thought you were going into an ad read, and I was about to stand and applaud. No, but if... Because <laughs> you won't have time to grocery shop if you're, you know, sitting out a citation. No, and that's what I love most about HelloFresh. <laughs> HelloFresh, you can get the farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, Dylan. 
We love it here. Crazy Schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. With so many in-season ingredients, you'll taste the freshness of fall. And every bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. Produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness that you can taste. It's crazy. You can feast on desserts like apple cider cake with caramel sauce or please a crowd with appetizers like barbecue, pulled pork nachos. That's a personal fave. And don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake, Dylan. Perfect for a me time treat. Ooh, that sounds delicious. We're all due. When's your, you need to have a me time treat. You need some you time. Why don't you do it? Maybe I will, Dave. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Bang and use code 50Bang for 50% off plus free shipping. That's 5-0-Bang. What, you going to interject? I was going to say they used to call me that when I was playing basketball because I would just put up 50 like pretty much every game. You were nice with it. Yeah, I was. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Bang and use code 50Bang for 50% off plus free shipping. We are big fans. HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit. Big deal. OU going down. Big 12. Big 12 looks... Look, this K-State game is very big for there Texas. There are four teams with only one conference loss, I think. Mm. We have Oklahoma State, OU, Texas, and... Iowa State? Uh, is that right? Iowa State. I think you're right. Is it weirdly Iowa State? I think you're right. It's like I'm going to wear Iowa State's and Oklahoma State season on... Uh, uh, on my record, as uh, Dylan can wear Jalen Hurts, like I called for both of those coaches to be fired three straight weeks, <laughs> and they're both fairly competitive now. The uh, Oklahoma State running back, his name escapes me at the moment, but his first, Otto? yeah, something like that. His first like yeah. four games, he was averaging like thirty yards rushing a game. I think he now leads the country in rushing yards because he just exploded the last four games. He's just absolutely going off. So they they have found an identity, and it is rushing the ball, and they're playing really good football right now, which is, I think, pretty unexpected. Um, real quick, uh, Ollie, Dave Doran, I want to give a shout-out to him, uh, NC State's coach, <laughs> um, who decided to go full Ryan Day and call out the haters. Uh, one particular, Steve Smith, after uh, defeating Clemson. Uh, he said, tell Steve Smith in the studio that this ain't a basketball school. He can kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's fucking, fucking go. go. Let's go. I love that, man. Although, I don't know if he wants it with Steve Smith. Bedlam is going to be sick. Uh, I'm, the last Bedlam game is going to have be a, a very consequential one. Yes, it is. Pretty exciting. Very much so. That is exciting. Um, We can do with or without the NFL note. Uh, we can hit any other games if you want, or do the NBA one. I know we're tough on time. So yeah, sorry about the tough on time. Not, uh, Daddy's got no, a no, no. That, that's a okay. tire appointment because he's got a, a big old screw in his tire. Mm. Um, no, the the NBA. I mean, like we're three games deep, two games deep. Um, but I did want to point out, and friend of the show Jake Kemp uh, turned me on to this. I don't know if you guys saw where ESPN took a Dame. Lillard um, crowd address from his time in Portland from like three or four years ago. From the bubble. From the bubble. And put him in a Bucks jersey and tried <laughs> to put it out there as if it was an address to the Bucks fans. My question. And just put it out there without really saying, hey, we just, we switched this up. 
My question is, did they do this or did they find this video and like, oh, let's just put it out there because he clearly said this. He's wearing a Bucks jersey. Really strange either way. I think first, I think that they had to have done it because to to make it look this good, like this was a professional job. This wasn't uh And the caption from the Sports Center Twitter account says Dame didn't come to Milwaukee to waste his time. Like they're fully dug in on this. Are we are we being a old old man that we're like, uh you probably this is weird. Like it's it this is weird. is weird, right? Very. It's very weird. The forty foot, you know, adult <laughs> entertainment microphone boom uh should have been the giveaway here um like it's a good point they should have seen this like yeah. it, it should have been yeah, that is a good point this, this shouldn't have happened and you know of note dame like scored six points and they got beat by atlanta by like 19 points the next game so um not working it, it doesn't make sense <laughs> doesn't it, make sense it's bizarre and if i i don't know why they would they're espn They've got the rights to everything. There's no shortage of content. We don't mm -hmm. have to do that. Um, it's, it's just, it's just creepy. It's weird. And uh, extreme, extreme uh, uh, nerd on Twitter who's actually in the right voice. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> I don't like this road we're going down, Dylan. I mean, what's next? I don't know, David. What's next? Like, uh, you're gonna tell me that the Trump PP tape isn't real? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Hey, all right. I think what's next is you're going to get your freaking tire fix. Um, real quick, NFL, 49ers lost three in a row. It's not great. They don't look great. No Debo. That, um, that embarrassing loss. Yeah. That Dallas loss is not looking very good. They're full strength then, though. Can I play a minute's worth of audio real quick? We don't even have to comment on it, but it will uh, point to somebody who thought uh, Proc Purdy was uh, – Joe Montana. So rightly, he just gets rid of the ball. Sometimes the best plays, and one of the things they want Justin yeah. Fields to figure yeah. out is that's a good play right there by Beijing, right? Yep. Sometimes the defense wins. Get rid of it. Give us a chance here on third and eight. Chargers bring seven to the line. Four of them come. Beijing's pass is picked off. And there you have it. There's Chris Collinsworth who told you Brock or Brock, Brock Purdy. Yeah. It was uh, going to be Joe Montana, also swearing that Bajent was uh, going to be name a good Chicago Bear quarterback ever, uh, and he was wrong. I've got other audio from his past, but we'll save that for another day. Is that why we played the audio, or is it that last part? It's because he got picked off immediately mm -hmm. after saying, like, oh, the Bears okay. want Justin <laughs> Fields to be uh, just like Tyler Bajent here, and he did that all night long, swearing up and down he was great. Anyways, let's run it back. Um uh, Cowboys look good. Dak look, hey, Dak look good. Another game for people like, yeah, but how? What can you really tell? And you know, it's a nice problem to have when your defense and special teams do like really dope shit. That's yeah. a fun trick. It is. It's a really fun trick. Run it back is really short this week. Uh, let's get Davey out of here so he can get his uh, tire fixed uh, real quickly. KJ didn't do anything notable over the weekend. <laughs> Corbin Carroll is good, but his vibes are off. And finally, Parks wants front row seats for all Texas home games. That's why we love the guy. Love him. What a kid. He's a member of the team at Old Parks. What a kid. I think it's and incredible that, that you're limiting that to just Texas home games. That I know that's who's running back. <laughs> uh, yeah. The front row boys, Dylan and Parks. Just just spinning everything I ever made <laughs> on tickets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Must uh, be in the front row. Hey, shout out to the DeSoto Eagles who took down the number one Duncanville Panthers. Got to give them props on a, on a Saturday afternoon rescheduled game. 
I'm not making excuses. Shout Duncan, out Claude Mathis. Duncan, yeah, he it's once, your guy. Once broke up a fight that I was in. It's badass. <laughs> you might see him at the next level. Maybe he's the next coach at Baylor. Who knows? We're just saying. Uh, guys, uh, I appreciate y'all dealing with my bad schedule. Um, we will be back Thursday for the live stream. Until then, bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's bye. all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Go Cox.